0: Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the Internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger
1: and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Web College here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 30th of May 2013 and you're in for a treat this week because this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and I am actually joined by the Globe trotting Dave Davies from <laughs> SEO, who finds himself back in Victoria, British Columbia for the moment. Um, Dave, <laughs> welcome home brother.
2: Well, thank you. It's good to be back in uh, time zones that are a little easier to work in.
1: Well, you, yep. you 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 just got back yesterday, eh? Or 2 days ago? Uh,
2: 2 days ago, yeah. So have you so, gotten uh, used to it yet? No. <laughs> no. Um but uh yeah, it's you know, it's a uh, it's funny time zones when you go the other way. I don't know why when you travel uh eastward, not really uh, a big effect, but as soon as you're coming 9 hours the other direction, it, it it takes a while to uh to get the body used to that again,
1: but uh You know, there we are. If that's the big problem, I'll do it again. (laughs) Well, I was was just thinking a few minutes ago just before we went on to air. This is the first time you've left the kids in charge for, like, such a long period of time at the office, eh? It is, yeah. Yeah, I've I've never done it for that long and certainly never in an environment. Like, you know, I'll go to
2: Whistler or something for a week, but I'm able to work for four, five hours a day. Uh, um whereas there the uh the internet was more intermittent I was spending more time on the road between places and stuff so yeah i didn't uh, didn't get that time, so yeah, it was the first time that I've kind of had to just trust that um I had good capable staff who who knew what they were doing and uh it turns out that I was right <laughs> so oh, come on, there what we happened? are. i I know came back and there were no major fires, I was like,' oh, well, hmm, guess I know what I'm gonna try and pull off a little more often no <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's, uh, everybody and that uh, beanstalk rolls their eyes at the same time, eh? <laughs> going, oh no! <laughs> um,
2: yeah, so so that was good, but uh, you know, it's good to be back. Good to be back on uh, on the air, and uh, happy to chat. Uh, well, a lot it's, it's been it's been a busy few weeks, I guess. So I'm you know I'm able to catch up on a bunch of stuff. <laughs>
1: but, uh, it's been a it's, crazy crazy few weeks. I think in the SEO world, probably the biggest craziness has been the uh, introduction of the, the second major Penguin update at Google. Um, yep. you know, the, the big. It's actually the fourth iteration of Penguin, but it's called Penguin 2.0. This is the big bad link-sniffing Penguin. Um, I mean, they, why, why did they call it Wolf? Or, you know, call it like <laughs> Savage. Or, you know, something action-oriented, like Razor. But they call it Penguin. <laughs> I mean, geez. Anyways. Try and make it sound friendly. Fire-breathing <laughs> penguins. Okay. Fire-breathing <laughs> penguins coming out from like Mountain View, California, in a uh, in a joint effort with DARPA. Google has invent- has created fire-breathing penguins. <laughs> um. Anyway, so the big news has been the penguin update, but as it turns out, for many SEOs, that actually hasn't really been big news. Um, it seems that large brands have been hit badly. Um, people with like uh, uh, shopping cart-driven websites, you know, shared content. It's almost like Penguin, Penguin was mixed with Panda in this big update. Um, and again, I haven't seen a whole bunch of hoopla after the update, but there was a huge amount on the first day when people were panicking about it. As as happens,
2: <laughs> um, often you know, often people uh, people panic. Um, there's a great, uh, you, you know, Chris uh, Semfer, and this is to your uh, to your point. I'm probably mispronouncing his last name, Chris Christoph Christopher Semfer. Anyway, um, wrote a great piece over. Well, actually, one of his students um, over at Links, I think it was at LinksManagement.com. I'll look it up uh, when we're on the commercial next. Did a great, it's like a 46 page um, white paper on uh, a company Cheapo Air. I don't know if you know them. I've seen them in search results and stuff while I'm like looking up travel information or, or this or that. Um, and they got uh, pretty much put to the cross on this one, um, just just across the board. And, and I'm, I'm partway through. I just had downloaded it yesterday for uh, for reading. It's actually sitting on my desk right now, um, which is, is why I'm thinking of it. But um, I'll look up the exact, when we're on the next commercial break, I'll look up the uh, the exact uh, URL to, to download it from because it is a very interesting uh, very interesting analysis and and read on it um and I think in some ways it it may actually serve as as a benefit that it's written by one of his students um because of course they're going to be keeners and try and put in lots of nice diagrams that are easy to read rather than just <laughs> trust me because I know what I'm talking about you <laughs> end up with a with a it's quite a good document that that's very very well illustrated so um, i I'll, I'll look
1: that up I'll have it when we get back uh, that would be amazing, and like i I gotta say clearly this was a cleaner like do you, do you remember when you were so fascinated by search marketing and by SEO that you might write 46 pages on? <laughs> like, wow.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that's, that's the advantage of being early in it and not having a client base of people who want you to spend that time on their sites.
1: That's, <laughs> um, gonna, that's gonna an issue,
2: eh? It, it does. Where They would look at that and go, really, that's what you spent your time on? Because what I was hoping you would spend your time on... <laughs> Would be that thing I'm paying you to do, um, you know. I, I guess I guess they have a fair argument there.
1: I guess <laughs> you know what. Um, for, what for, for what it's worth, I got to say, Dave, we are doing our contribution. This is the 247th episode of Webcology. Wow. Um, so for 247 weeks, really, um, or you know, maybe slightly more, we've been doing this. That's you know. That's my excuse. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you can get off of that excuse, too. We are giving our contribution. And speaking of contributions, there's a contest going on. This is a little bit outside of the SEO community, but um, it, it, it touches on the SEO community. It's, it's, it's kind of important, and I, um, I want listeners out there to have their pencils and pens ready. You, you want to write this down, okay? I'm going to give you a URL. It's fairly short. But the fella who founded Webmaster Radio... Darren Babin, aka SE Guru, host of SEO Rockstars, uh, beloved character, the guy who got you drunk at the last search bash. That guy. He's in a contest to go see the band Rush. Now, I wrote on Facebook a couple weeks ago. This is true too. Totally true. You know how like thirteen-year-old girls get about Justin Bieber? <laughs> That's how Darren gets about Rush. I mean, it's crazy. All you gotta do is like, you know, play the first few bars of like "Spirit of Radio." And you could hear him gush from his office. He starts squeeing, bouncing around in his chair. It's embarrassing, really. Um, but there's a contest being uh, being put on by Q104, Q104.3 104 uh, q in New York City. Q104.3. And Darren, I, it's, it's, whoever gets the most votes, gets to meet Rush in person. They don't just get to go see Rush. They actually get to meet him in person. And as of right now, this, this exact instant trying to pull up the leaderboard as of this exact since Darren is in the top 20 as a matter of fact he's ranking number 16 so I figure if we put a big push on for, on for him to you know people voting and if they want and we know that you want to vote for Darren you go to q104.3.com they have the slowest server on earth eh yeah. <laughs> hey, seriously they have the slowest server on earth that's terrible um, yeah you go to uh, this place here it's coming from the slowest server on earth um, q1043.com slash c slash question mark 5j write that down vote early vote <laughs> Q- <boat> often <laughs> Q1043. <laughs> q1043.com Slash C, slash question mark, 5J. Write it down, throw it into your browsing window, vote for Darren. You can vote once a day. So as, as Dave said, vote now, vote often. And let's let's send Darren to meet Getty Lee and Neil Pert and Alex Lyson of the band that he gets all squee crazy about, Rush.
2: You know what, I'll be honest. I've actually, I've set a reminder every morning, 9 o'clock, pops up. With the URL, I click the URL and vote for him. <laughs> You're kidding, really? What? Oh,
1: yeah, why not? Um, wow. You know, it takes, takes a few seconds. He's a good guy. I just <laughs> depend on my, like, chemically addled memory to do that. Good for you. <laughs> See, <laughs> I don't rely was... on my memory for anything. <laughs> apparently. They're so <still> excellent. <laughs> Okay, we got about five minutes before we gotta go to break, so what can we touch on that's really short? We've, uh, we talked about, uh, Darren getting all squee about Rush. Um... How about, you know, this, this should be really easy. This should be really quick. Um, remember the disavow link tool? Yep. There's been a lot of talk about disavow links. Um, people have been yep. said if you are gonna go in there, go in there really carefully, you know, be, do delicate surgery while you're in there. Don't, don't go hog-wild crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, as it turns out, um people were wrong Matt cuts and google themselves are saying if you're going to be going and disavowing links don't 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 just diddle around or anything be serious use a machete don't use a scalpel go in there and hack entire domains don't just cherry pick links
2: <laughs> right and, and of course i mean google has never provided advice for their own benefit not ours um so yeah i mean I, i'm sure they're being totally on the up and up and we shouldn't be uh be careful
1: <laughs> okay, so when you have when you have Matt Cuts, who you know it's, it's really hard to distrust or dislike Matt Cutts All he has to do is nope. do that Tyrannosaurus Rex thing. Do you love him again? <laughs> right. um, so when you have Matt Cuts saying to you, uh, "I think you're really gonna go use a machete, not a scalpel, because machetes are fun." Um, I mean, you, you don't believe him. No, I don't. Um,
2: and now, one of one of the points he makes in this, um, I do entirely side with him on, is is going through and saying, "Hey, I don't like these, you know, two hundred and eighty four links on this domain, but this fifty eight, I think, are great." Okay, I think that's a, a stupid way to go about it. Generally speaking, I've always gone in and gone either a domain is good or it's not. Like either, either this domain is strong and it, and it should pass weight or it's not. Um, the only exception I could see really being a situation where if you've got actual links on a domain um, and you've also purchased, say, advertising on that domain, right? Like you purchased a, a run of site. Now, that gets into a different topic, and we can talk about that on, after the break, The the announcement of, you know, people need to really be clear on on which links are paid for um you know i i I could see the the instinct to sort of nitpick and go these ones are actual votes editorial votes these ones aren't you know, I'd find it easier just to, you know, email the guy or call him up and go, hey, I want you to put the no follow on these ones that I don't want followed rather than trying to cherry pick. Um, but to say, hey, go in with a with a machete implies to me, hey, go in there like a drunken cowboy, and if it kind of even might look bad, um, if it might, you know, if you don't know whether it's good or bad, just assume it's bad and, and, and chop it out. Um, you know, it's sort of cut off your nose to spite your face kind of angle on things. I think you, you do need to be a little more careful than that. I think this is bad advice and would lead to people, hey, I've got a penalty. Let's disavow them all, right? No. <laughs> and I've seen that. Um, and I'm sure you have, no too, way. and we all have. Um, well, You've so, you you know, seen
1: somebody who got a penalty, and so their reaction was to just disavow all the links altogether. Just, you know, everything. Like-
2: Every link they could find, just disavow them all. Um Wow. You know, and, and it's also important to remember, and Google's been clear on this too, is before you go and, and ransack through a disavow, they want to see some effort ahead of time. So you're supposed to be trying to get these links removed before going to the disavow stage of things. Um, so at the same time, would you really be, uh, you know, emailing that person or calling them up and going, I want you to remove these 258 links, but not these ones? No, you wouldn't. You'd say all or none. So on the domain level, that counts. Um, but on the other, you know, on on the individual ones, you need to be looking at them and go, Hey, is this a, was this really an editorial link? Is it from a scraper? All right, get it gone. But was it actually, you know, it might be a page rank one or two, but was it a real link that was actually, it's there, you know, it's on my favorite site, but you know, they liked the blog post I did. Well, you leave it, right? I mean, it was a real link. It's supposed to be there. Yeah, um, I, not every everything out's going to be there for.
1: Do, mm-hmm. mind, do, mind, do you mind if I agree with you, but throw a caveat in? Sure. Um, you got to think about, and this is for the listeners. So listeners, you, listeners, you got to think about how Google works. And uh, when you think about how Google works, like, try to imagine um, a, uh, a group of grapes. What are they called? A bunch of grapes. That's what they're called, a bunch. Imagine a bunch of grapes and how the uh, stem of the grapes like, goes off in all those different directions, like a fractal or like a, like a firecracker exploding. And you have all those different lines. Well, those lines are links within a domain, okay? That that branch of grapes is like a domain. Google's going to follow each and every one of them. And there may be some rotten branches or rotten grapes over on the left side. Unless those grapes are plucked off of the bunch, Google's going to consider them as part of the greater bunch. So if you're getting links from that website that has rotten pages off on the left you might want to disavow the entire domain because, again, there's rotten stuff over there. And Google's looking at the entire domain as well as the individual pages when assessing who's linking to you. Yeah, so that, that would be my caveat. No, that's, that's great. So basically what I'm hearing you say is think about what you're doing. <laughs> well, not just what you're doing, but think about the, the holistic experience Google is having, not just on your website, because your right. website doesn't exist in a vacuum, unless, of course, you're, you're like that guy that, that that you saw who just does about all the links. His website yeah. does exist in a vacuum. <laughs> um, but, you know, 99% of us, 99.9 to the infinite nine, we do not exist in a vacuum. We're part of a much larger ecosystem of sorts where the roots all intertangle with each other somewhere or another beneath the earth. We call that the Internet. Um oh. It's profound, eh? It's a crazy place. <laughs> Webcology action item. Drop some acid at this next week, man. <laughs> We're going to be profound. Um, but, but but seriously, like, like Google does does reckon the behavior of the websites that link to you. So if you're cherry-picking and just trying to get rid of the bad pages, the ones that you know are like part of some spammy network, but you're still retaining links from the good part of the domain, Unless that spammy network is removed from that domain, it's still toxic to you. Even if you've removed yourself from that spammy part of the domain, the whole domain is still being considered against you. Yep. Okay, that's the caveat. Great way of looking at it. There was also a hell of a way to rag the puck until about uh, 20 minutes after the hour, which is right about where we sit now. So it's it's an opportune time to take our first break. Because um, the next stuff we have to jump into, Facebook cracking down on sexual violence against women, how to talk to your search ignorant boss about SEO, and uh, 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 Google warning about disclosing paid content, and also what's happening at SEO Moz, which is way exciting. All those topics will take way longer. So at this point, friends, you listen to Web College here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Ways Media, joined by Dave Davis from Beanstalk SEO. Stick around. We've got a lot of content coming up after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break.
0: Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate display media or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing.
3: Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the
0: AdWords seminars for success. I personally recommend certifiedknowledge.org as your one stop
1: shop for all your PPC needs.
3: Learn, optimize, connect. Be smart. Go to certifiedknowledge.org now. Time now for another exciting episode of Pace of Analytics. Brought to you by AnalyticsSEO.com. In our last adventure, our hero was fending off his evil nemesis, Rhino the Algorithm. Hey, that ruthless rhino has updated the algorithm again, and our website is falling down the
0: rankings
3: fast. Have no fear. Use our automated SEO tool to stay updated and to monitor your site with detailed reports. Or use our multi-site project management tool to manage all of your sites to stay on top. Take it from our fearless friend and be your own SEO hero with analyticsseo.com.
0: Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every
3: week on SEM Synergy. This is Bruce Clay, one of the hosts of SEM Synergy, the show about achieving synergy in your search marketing efforts. SEM Synergy, on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the
0: hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies.
1: Everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 30th of May, 2013, and Google is out warning people that if you have paid content on your website... Or if you're paying for content on somebody else's website that's linking back to yours, it bloody well better be disclosed, or the Google boss just got to get you. That's how I understand it, anyway.
2: Yep, that's that's uh yep, pretty accurate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just feel persecuted now, Dave. I mean, it's just like they're going to get you here, they're going to get you there. They have like penguins, penguin, penguins, pandas, and um, now Google monsters. I know. Um, chasing after
2: us. (laughs) (laughs) As if if the fire-breathing penguins you were discussing earlier weren't bad enough. That's
1: a DARPA project, and I really, really, really feel bad about mentioning it. We're probably going to get in trouble for that. (laughs) Um, It's so summertime, man. Oh, my God. (laughs) It it is. Um, Yeah, I guess it's our last show until June, and then it really starts to feel like summer. Um, Uh, Well, except in Toronto, It's, it's easily 87, almost 90 degrees Fahrenheit here today. Oh, I don't like you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you might like this. As soon as the show is done, i got to get up, get up, out of my chair, race down. Well, wash my face because, you know, I'm sitting right in front of the air conditioner and I'm still boiling. Race to the subway, race downtown, and go to the Google event that uh, my business partner, Alan, and our SEO manager, Bria, are at right now. And I was supposed to be there at 1.30. but I decided doing the show was more important than going to a Google event. That's because we love you people, and um, I really don't want to go. I mean, it just sucks. (laughs) Uh, The truth comes out. (laughs) No, seriously. I mean, like, I hate these events. They sit us all in a room, and they, like, tell us stuff that you should already know, and um, then they ask our opinions on it, and they don't really care, and um, then we get to go play mini-golf on the roof or something, like, and then, don't get me wrong, I don't hate it. It's fun to be included, and it's wonderful, and it's honorific, and it'll be- great stuff like that. But, like... <sighs> You'd rather be talking on a radio show. <laughs> I'd rather be working. I'd just rather be working. I have so much fun working. Um, anyway. So, right. um, what do you think about this? I mean, like, how much advertorial content do you think is still out there? It's almost 24 months of Panda... And yep. I've just been going after this stuff. I mean it's it's not like it's not like this is something new. How much do you how much do you reckon's still out there? And why are some shops still using this as a tactic? There's a lot out there. And I, I'm sure you've seen
2: it, too. Like, we've both done backlink research. <laughs> we, we know. Um, you, you can see it all all over the place out there. Um, and some of it's quite clever, and some of it is is not. And You know, some I'm sure you've seen it where you're just sort of left scratching your head going, really, and this works, does it? Um, you know, I'm not going to do it because, and, you know, based on this announcement, hey, we were right, um, it will get penalized eventually, but... Um, yeah i have seen lots of it where it's just you know it's blatant paid advertising and uh and and you know you see it working um and then there's other times where you see it as um you know just just you know you know the person paid to have their article put there or, or this or that and um, you like, know get getting a little more clever harder to prove is is i guess what I should mean instead of uh, instead of clever necessarily so, so I want to
1: know does this mean that like all those business new business blogs at Forbes? are suddenly not rankable? <laughs> no, but are paying to be able to write for Forbes, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, I, I think insane. that Google will have
2: to go in with a little bit of a um, realistic view of things and go, just because it's paid doesn't mean it's, it's bad, right? I mean, they, you know they, they will have to take that approach. As long as Forbes keeps up on their quality control... <laughs> and we, okay, I was, I was about to start snickering myself, but, um, you know, I, let's say as long as a company is selling the right to be have your content reviewed, shall we say? So we'll call it a review. We'll we, we'll, we'll give you the right to, to send it in, and you know that's how directories have gotten around it. And you know are you're paying for a review. You not you know like yeah, you're paying for a review. You're not paying to be included, um, kind of thing. If, if they if they did keep up on their quality control and made sure that hey you know yep all of you know all the content coming in is still a good quality, should Google penalize it? Yeah, probably not. But they, I mean these are the minority of of the cases most of them that we know of are just just absolute crap um you know pay and, and we'll put whatever you want up right 50 bucks and we'll put the article up or whatever um you know and and, and that's where you start to hit into what uh, what i think is a, a bigger concern on on google's part isn't isn't little one-offs of of fairly trustable resources again you can start snickering, um, but. You know so uh, some of the more the more blatant issues, and I think they've gone you know while our penal system has has gone away from the uh massive penalties of you know steal and get your hand cut off kind of kind of approach to things, um I think Google's going the exact other way and and for necessity um, in sort of going okay well we 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 can't catch everything, so what we can do is make you so scared. that you won't break the law anyway because, yeah, we might only catch 1 in 10. We might catch 50%. Um, You never know which grouping we're going to catch on the next algorithmic update. But if you know we're going to cut off your hand, (laughs) if we do catch you, you're much less likely to to do it. And, I mean, you know, you're a white-hat SEO. I'm a white-hat SEO. Why? Is it because we love Google so much? No, it's because we owe our clients good service that will withstand the tests of time. Right, this is why we do white hat, and we know going into black stands a very realistic risk of having their sites completely banned. Um, and so we've gone that way. Why? Because Google scared us, basically. And, and and Google has to do that. I understand why they do that. I don't begrudge them for doing that. They have to do it that way um, because we're we're pesky people. Some of us SEOs. So just to just to
1: confirm, say that it's paid, or you're going to get spayed. That's exactly right. That's, That's how exactly it goes. right. So yeah, and you, I don't. You I follow don't follow the rules because you. Let's face it, you like them. You don't want to <laughs> lose them. <laughs> well, that's it, and away. especially
2: if if you're the one that's having to um, declare that it's paid content. I mean, that becomes a completely different thing because your site's obviously stronger. Nobody's going to want to pay for it anyway. So if you don't declare it, you're now running the risk of losing everything. Um,
1: now, can you yeah. imagine? This This has never happened to me, and I, I know this has never happened to you, but I do know of people it's happened to, having to explain to your clients or your client list why their site is, you know, no longer in the, in the rankings, why their, you know, traffic has dropped by, like, 70% overnight. <laughs> like, wow, that would be an awful explanation.
2: Yeah, um, I, I've been pretty fortunate. It has happened to me on affiliate sites, but... You know, we're we're way back. Yeah, exactly. Where you you burn your own and you go. Yep, I knew what I was doing. And you know, uh, off we went. And I mean, heck, I've done it. Where it's just like I want to test and see how long this will work for. Well, now I know. Two months. All right. (laughs) That's that's about that. Um, So, anyways, yeah. That's that's. It would be a difficult thing. I've actually seen one of those emails that uh, a client who was coming back to us had forwarded me from the SEO and had sent it out to all their clients, and I was like, Ouch! That's gotta
1: suck. (laughs) <laughs> you have to uh, send that out to all your clients. The typing, the, the, uh, it's not a walk of shame because you're not actually walking, but you're typing it, right? Like, uh, if, you know what? I almost had a joke. It was so close, like, just, just itches <laughs> away from the tip of my tongue and I totally lost it. So we're going to jump to Danny Sullivan, which is, you know, you know what's happening in Duluth, Minnesota right now? No, I do not. Marty Weintraub and AimClear are throwing, um, as I, as I understand it, the first of their major conferences, the Zenith Conference, uh, Zenith 2013, um, again, happening in Duluth, Minnesota, and Danny Sullivan was the keynote speaker. Fun. And, uh, you know, you remember Danny when he was doing keynotes at, um, at SES conferences and then at the SMX conferences. They, you know, they tended to be either the state of search or they were in an interview with a key player in the realm of search. I never heard him make a statement like this. I guess you know um, now that he's off at Marty's conference, and you know, you know, you know, Marty. Marty's you know pretty aggressive when it comes to marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so Danny says, and you know, to quote, and this is a quote. Uh, incidentally, this is a quote coming from Twitter from somebody who was there. So I'm, you know, at least at least two parties. This quote is at least two parties removed. But if you're a brand and you're not a Google Plus, you're an idiot. You're you're just an idiot," quote by Danny Sullivan at his keynote today. Now, if Danny says it, and emph- clearly, emphatically says it, yep, is that going to move more SEOs towards the Google Plus environment? Because I've been, I've been stunned, dude. I've been spending a lot of time in the Google Plus environment recently, and it stuns me how few SEOs I see in there.
3: <laughs> For the record, it's a little shocking, know. isn't it? That was from an Aim Clear blogger I found on tweet uh, on Twitter, uh, Lauren uh, Lewinka at uh, Bebo.
1: No, and you know what? Um, we have a blogger at Zenith as well. Michelle simpson Ross is at is at Zenith, and she blogged the same thing earlier. So mm-hmm. I can confirm that I I do believe Danny did say this in his keynote. Um, and she also had the hesitation after "you're just an idiot." So yeah, so <laughs> I, I believe it happened.
2: <laughs> well and i mean the thing is i mean how long have you been in, in google plus i mean and and has your use of it um increased lately you know you use google hangouts like uh like a couple fridays ago and when you and i were hanging out on on you know uh doing a show with uh with dave harry but um has your use of google plus increased at all over the last let's say couple months
1: oh enormously um yep. We, again, this, this this brings us to the question of how do you measure growth. I was about to say, my, I'd say my in, I've increased 80-some-odd percent over the last few months. But given how little I was putting into Google Plus before, um, you know, just a <laughs> couple of posts could be a major improvement.
2: Right, I um, guess, yeah, yeah. If you if you compared it to, say, still your percentage of users are on Facebook
1: or something like that, yes, it's still... The real question to ask, the real question to ask, Dave, is... Have you hooked it up with your clout score yet? Because that shows you're serious about it. <laughs> well, yes, I have. But <laughs> <coughs> excuse, excuse, blah, excuse me. One of those days. Um, um, I, I will say it is being, a, a, is
2: being made a much, and this is over really the last three to four months um a much bigger focus here with all campaigns like just this is necessary not you know it's not going to be some catalyst today but we know we're going to need it for stuff later so let's just get that groundwork settled let's get you in there let's get you doing stuff um so that when we do need it or when they start integrating new functions um into it you know uh, you know we got publisher and author and this and that already but um, you know, as they start integrating new things in there that we don't even know about yet because they're not there. All right, well let's let's be there already. Let's get our clients there already. And um, you're right. I, I, I'm going to totally agree with Danny on that one. If if especially if you're a brand and you're not there, I, I don't even know what you're
1: thinking. Well, you know what I saw come across my Gmail stream, my personal private Gmail stream, uh, a couple of days ago. No, I don't notice. <laughs> that all of the information I've put into Google Buzz is going to be melded into my Google Plus profile. Huh. And so that makes me wonder, um, what, like a couple weeks from now, I'm going to get one about Google Wave. And <laughs> a couple years from now, when I'm using this whole new ecosystem Google's come up with, am I going to get one about Google Plus? <laughs> that's what I'm wondering.
2: I, I have a hunch, and I'll bet you do too, I have a hunch Plus is is
1: it. Uh, uh, I I think it has to be because I honestly can't see them taking a chance on and after all the hype um, that would yeah. be like Microsoft um, saying oh forget it we'll do we'll redo Windows 8
2: oh well, no and after That's they've good. had us so integrated so far into our sites with the author tags and the, you know this that and the other thing to now go oops. <laughs> changing our mind, it's now this Um, would be you know, pretty brutal um, to do to
1: to so many webmasters so, you know (laughs) you'd have lost all of us Um, it would be very brutal to do to so many webmasters, and they have learned their one moment, I think the Toronto (laughs) Fire Department's done Um, they have learned their lesson, I think from uh, 2003 in Florida, but (laughs) (laughs) that was 10 years ago, eh? Yeah, I don't like to think about it as
2: that though. I like to think about it as that first update that really, really set things uh, astray. And Google's young, so I must be young too. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, no. that's
1: it's probably time to jump from. I don't even know. We were talking about uh, paid content.
3: (laughs) Hello. That's where (laughs) this started.
1: Yep. (laughs) Um. So, speaking of growing up, SEOmoz isn't anymore. They're now moz. No. They changed their name. Ah. They grew up. Um, at, least, at least that's how I'm interpreting it. Not that they were immature before. I, I, I so do not mean to imply they were immature before, but they're changing again. And I think, that, I think that's an interesting step in the SEO world that we, that we work in. I think it is. I I, I completely agree with you. Um, I think it's a, a real
2: sign to be pulling SEO out of their sort of descriptor, their domain descriptor. Um, I, I think it's a it's a real sign about what you know they they provide a tool set for basically you know a cross platform inbound marketing toolkit basically is is what it is, um, and, and so I think it's a, it's a real sign for sort of how SEO is pulling out of, of it as, a, as its own thing. I mean, you know, I'm an SEO, you know, you're know, you an SEO, but how we have to be so much more. And, and to, to pull that out of your uh, domain title, I think was a real clear shot that they're, they're doing so much more and they can't be limited by these, these three letters at the beginning of their domain name.
1: Um, I think it was I'm, a I'm good a- call. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Now, just to uh, recap a little bit, there are still people in the industry who believe that SEO Moz is a services company. They're not. They haven't been a client consulting business since 2009. They're a software business. And for the longest time, I guess since 2009, their business was producing analytic software Primarily for the SEO industry. However, the SEO industry isn't just the SEO industry anymore. It's changed dramatically over the last two years. You know, to where you know we're working in the social environment as much as we're working in the code environment. And uh, to to, I mean, just a quick recap of some of the products that Moz is has created over the years. Uh, fresh Web Explorer follower want get uh, the purchase of uh, David Mims get listed. Um, Moz Analytics, which is built on what was what the hell was that search engine thing they had going for a few years? Wow, it just jumped out of my I head. don't know. It just jumped out of my head too. Yeah, I know. Um, this where Roger the robot came from. Seriously, they invented the uh they invented their little robot mas- mascot because of this damn search engine that LinkScape. There you go. Yeah. Um, they developed a, a huge number of products over the last few years. To, and I agree with you. The the the, the letters SEO search engine optimization, for, for those who even know what SEO means these days, uh, was was limiting to them. But you're still Beanstalk SEO. Yeah. So how come how come it's not limiting to you?
2: Um to me, at least in people contacting us and, and you know, from everything that we're you know, sort of seeing, um, it's it's almost as if the acronym has become synonymous with marketing at this point because so many of us have used it for so long. Um, like people calling us up are already asking about social media and they're already asking about copy and paid search and all of these, you know, reputation management and all these sorts of things. So, um you know, to, to me I've never found a limitation, but at the same time, um, you know, I'm not in the same situation that a company like Moz is in. Uh, and I almost called them SEO Moz and I'm gonna have to condition my brain the other way. Um, but I'm not sort of in their spot where they're looking for funding among people who may not understand it. You know, these things are almost synonymous now. They, they may not under, you know, they may be dealing in, in different, well, they are dealing with different people. People who are looking for an SEO generally are confusing the the entire environment anyway, right? And, and oftentimes for totally the right reasons because it is all intermixed now anyway. <laughs> like you can't be an SEO without doing social media, without understanding paid search, without knowing how to write copy and all of that sort of stuff. You just can't. So it is all, all mixed. Anyway, but for them, I I think they needed to do a a branding move um, because they are dealing with people who may not jump the way a lot of the people contacting us already are jumping. Their brains are already moving that way, and they already knew that. That's how they knew to look up SEO. You know, at the same time, they're you know they're going to VCs and they're having to deal on on that side as well, and I think that may be part of of why they ended up having to to switch their branding over. But um, either way, I think it's great and an opportunity for people like you and me. Uh, and, and I noted this on on Facebook yesterday when I got my my notice from them. Is I'm going to be really interested to see. How long until the domain switch happens? It hadn't yesterday. I haven't had a chance to look it up this morning. So SEOMaz.org oh. was still showing up in the results. How long till that switch and how long till the rankings move? So when you've got a super strong site like that and you're completely switching your domain name, I'm really interested to watch what happens there.
1: <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I have SEOMAz obviously bookmarked on my, on my, uh, in Firefox. So I opened the bookmark. To Rand Fishkin's uh, blog post from yesterday, which was at SEOMaz.org. hmm It's it's 301 to me, to Moz.com. See, it is, but if
2: you search SEO in Google,
1: oh, it, oh, it still scale. shows up Absolutely. as
2: SEOMaz.org. So it's gonna that's that's the part I'm really curious about is to see how long till Google has pulled that in on a site so highly crawled. I mean, to me, it's just hey, you know what, I've never um, worked on a site that strong and gone, hey, what you need to do is switch your domain, right? I've never done that. <laughs> never. <laughs> never would I. Um, so, I mean, they, 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 they're, they're, they're in a different spot. So it's a unique scenario, and I, I'm really interested to see how it plays out because I don't know that I'll ever get to watch that again because I don't know that I will ever go, hey, let's switch your PageRank7 domain to a new domain.
1: Yeah, um, you, you know why Rand is even more white hat than we are? Why? Clearly he has something bigger to protect. You're right. That's, <laughs> a, that's a terrifying thing to take a brand uh a seven and just re- go to a whole new domain. <laughs> Clearly he has something bigger to protect. <laughs> okay. On that, we got to take our second break. Um, when we come back, I want to talk about uh, something, that, something that, that, that's really important to me. And this is, um, it, it. it blows me away. You, you might have missed the announcement, Dave, but earlier this week, Facebook announced it's going to crack down on violence against women and sexual violence against women um, pages that, 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 that appear on Facebook. Before we get to that, we got to take a, take a break here on, on Webcology. Uh, so on behalf of Dave Davies and Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. listen to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Stick around. Back after these messages
2: Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com.
3: The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 17th Annual International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. The call for entries has begun, and the deadline to enter is May 31st, 2013. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and (laughs) failed? You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. <laughs> AimClear, clear. the agency, brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer <coughs> content amplification to the social advertising table. AimClear, this is how you sell with social. AimClear, clear. this is how you sell with social. Welcome to SEO
0: 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, Grab your mouse and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. On demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel, only on webmasterradio.fm.
3: Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on
1: webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Deavis everyone welcome back to webcology here on webmasterradio.fm this is jim hedger from digital always media dave davies from beanstalk seo we only got about 10 minutes left in the show this has been a fun one it's been a fast moving show um so where do we want to go do we want to go to rob ford <laughs> or do we want to go to facebook
2: i can do um well we chatted facebook before we uh before we went off and i didn't know about it until you had sent me the uh I think it was you, or was it Brasco? And you sent me the link uh, from Salon dot com talking uh, about Facebook.
1: Yeah, well, see, this is something that, that's got me a little bit miffed with Facebook. Um, <laughs> where to begin? I'm thinking of all the poor, uh, the poor young women who. Um, Committed suicide because they were taunted on Facebook after nude pictures of themselves or sexual pictures of themselves were put up, and they were you know bullied badly by their peers. Thinking of that that poor girl in Iowa who was um, whose rape was put up on Facebook, and and uh, there was a Steubenville trial that 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 terrible traumatic trial. i um, thinking of you know what has been described as rape culture on Facebook. Now. It's the Internet, and crazy stuff happens on the Internet. That doesn't excuse the crazy stuff in any way. It's just pointing out that the Internet is a place where crazy stuff happens. However, Facebook is an environment that was able to find and remove pictures of women breastfeeding minutes after they were posted. But they were able, but they had the hardest time removing graphic visualization of women being raped or of sexual violence against women and you know Dave I find that mind blowing and astounding
2: yeah I, I think there, there's no two ways about this one I mean you, you just you know with the, with the tech you and I know and, and I'm sure all or at least a big part of our listeners know the the state of technology and the state of image recognition and uh, and these sort of things and of course read the comments included, you know, around the picture, right? You're going to get fast, um, gain the signals that you need to to filter this stuff. Um, Why it took them so long, I have no idea. I mean, you know, kudos for doing it. Um, but why it took them this long, I, I don't know. And you bring up a great point. I mean, I personally don't find anything offensive of, of the notion of woman breastfeeding. I understand that some people do. I understand why they do. I understand why it's filtered. Um, but I don't find this personally offensive in, in any kind of way. Um, and yet this was a, a reacted to point. And then, you know, something that I think globally um, and, and, and universally um, societies across the world find offensive. Um, and and it took them this long to uh, to react to it when clearly the technology has been around for for years to deal um, to to filter this sort of stuff out. and I mean, heck, set up auto reporting of of who did it and what IP address they were on at the time, right? I mean, um, you know, I, I, I do find it problem uh, stupid that it took them this long, but I mean, you know, I guess kudos for for addressing it and, and getting it done.
1: Well, You know, one of the things I think that might have pushed them into getting it done is a boycott that was organized by fifteen major, fifteen major advertisers, including the online bank Nationwide UK, J Street, Nissan UK, um, Unilever. (laughs) You know, several brands whose revenues mean a hell of a lot to Facebook. Right, I think that might have been a reason why they were pushed That and the fact that um, The hashtag FB Right Was trending on Twitter That might have had something to do with it too uh, So,
2: so your, your Instinct is to say it's not that Facebook Is doing the right thing it's that they're protecting Their
1: bottom line My instinct is to say they're doing absolutely the right thing But I'm furious they hadn't done it Until now Right of course, they have to remove um, incidents of rape culture. This is this this these. This is, uh, I see this as a hate crime against women personally. Like uh, no, that's 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 my opinion. That's not the opinion of the of the radio station. That's not the opinion of Dave. That's not anybody else's opinion. Unless of course they say it's their opinion. In which case, you can think it's their opinion. It's my opinion. Um, and again, Facebook. Is well aware of what's going across its system. Facebook is a closed garden. They want to control their system. The internet itself is not a closed garden. Your First Amendment rights apply on the internet, but they do not necessarily apply within the environment of Facebook. Facebook's been quite clear on that, especially you know again with with innocuous with healthy um, images of women's breasts, them feeding their infants. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, like Facebook's been quite clear. We don't want pictures of boobs, but you know, insinuation of rape—that's cool. Well,
0: after the
1: market. Anyway, so they're finally getting around to it. Uh, good for Facebook. It took you—it took them way too long. Um, that's again, in my opinion. I'm not sure where I want to go with that afterwards, but
2: no. Well, one—I mean, uh, not—not that. I mean, we we discussed the fact that hey it's it's about their bottom line. I'm not surprised. I decided to just pop in, take a look. Um, starting on around the 24th, their share value went down, down, down uh, till the announcement, um, and now it's uh, jumped about uh, almost a buck fifty today. <laughs>
1: well, you know there, there was also that settlement. Nasdaq has agreed to uh, pay several oh, several hundred million dollars over the way uh, they handled the the IPO the they handled Facebook's IPO um so you know the investors are getting a little bit of money back right? that could have something to do with it too um, yeah, by the way right. thank you Christine Christine Sashinger um I've noticed that she's put up on Facebook a uh, a link to q1043point.com um Vote for Darren is the ultimate Rush fan. Get Darren Babbin to meet the band Rush. That'll make us all happy, and um, it might just shut him up for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, when I was working in the office in Florida, dude, he'd put Rush on, and he would just crank it, and we'd all be so thankful, so thankful that it would—you uh, know—it wasn't something else, you know. Uh, Justin you know, Bieber, like Justin <laughs> Bieber, yeah
3: if I can interject real quick, you also missed it after Michael Jackson died. We heard endless Michael Jackson in an office too uh
1: that must have been um very um sad horrifying
3: Well, the, the one the one song that was like um it, it was like uh, some like African safari kind of sound to it, and it had like the, the lyric you could hear the uh Michael jackson going oh I don't remember how it worked. <laughs> Trust me, that's
1: completely out of tune. No, that wasn't that wasn't uh, that wasn't Michael Jackson. That was Darren singing Led <laughs> Zeppelin's "Far You Are Stomp." God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have two minutes left. Something vaguely techie has to be out there somewhere.
3: Did you what mention you the Matt Cuts video? Sorry, the Matt Cuts video on checking Skype. I mentioned about advertorials and uh, paid content.
1: Oh, we oh we touched that about half an hour ago.
3: Thank you. I wanted to make sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, Brasco. Note that it's paid, or you're gonna get spayed. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, something I promised I'd come back with at the commercial break. Um, so I, I found the link. It's it's
2: a it's a long URL, but if you just go to linkresearchtools.com, scroll down. This will only work for like probably the next you know few weeks but um, scroll down they have a news section top one in news as of this airing is the cheapo air hit hard um, and that's that pretty sick page oh, oh, brilliant um, I promised brilliant so how do you get there again just go to linkresearchtools.com, scroll down, right uh, about halfway down the page is their news section, and it's the number one in their news results. Actually, right below it is another report. I haven't had a chance to read this one yet, so I can't speak to the quality of it. Um, but another uh, dive into the Penguin 2.0 um, and, and another one that got hit. It's actually referenced in the one I'm reading, but I'm going to finish this one before I move on to the uh, to the other one and, and read their analysis of uh Another site that got hit hard.
1: Fire breathing tiger winds with freaking laser beams. Yep. <laughs> okay, uh, la- two more things to mention. Then we got to go. Uh, Zenith twenty thirteen is taking place in Duluth, Minnesota. If anybody follows Twitter, hashtag Zenith twenty thirteen will give you a mental treat. Trust me. Go there now. Michelle Stinson Ross is there, and she's blogging for Search News Central. And that's the, that's the other little bit of housekeeping you want to bring up. I just looked at the video archive over at Search News Central. Yeah, Dave, you were, you were part of a, a, a couple of weeks ago. You were part of the uh, Hangout session. Yeah. You know, you, me, Dan uh, Michelle, uh, Dave Harry. Well, that's up there. That, that Hangout, hour-long Hangout, is up there at, the, uh, at Search News Central, as are about 100 other search and social training videos. I poked around back there before, but I did a really in-depth look today. Check it out, friends. Search Newscentral.com, Go into the archives. Check out the videos. Um, Send a a note to David Harry. Tell him him that Webmaster Radio sent you. And uh, that's it. (laughs) That's it. We did it. It won't really work if I tell him that, will it? (laughs) Yeah, you may tell him anyway. Tell him Webmaster Radio (laughs) sent you. Yeah, that's it. That's our hour. That's our whole hour. Okay. So, next week it's going to be June. Um, it's going to be warmer and it's going to be just as much fun as this week. But in uh, Toronto, may or may not have a mayor then. Yeah. I may or may not be doing my show while whilst occupying the mayor's office at City Hall. Who knows? <laughs> Okay, friends, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, that's Dave at BeanstalkSEO.com. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Jim at You've been listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. More great content coming up after these messages.